welcome to Beckett Talks, the podcast from Leeds Beckett University. In these podcasts, we will be showcasing our diverse community of students and academics, touching on the important themes that surround universities today. In this series, Beckett Talks, Be Beckett Ready, we will give you advice and help on your journey to being a student with us. The episodes will cover everything from being the first in your family to go to university and looking at what our students' union can do for you once you get here. Leeds School of Arts, with a history that spans over 170 years, is united by a common goal, to encourage individuality, to inspire creativity and to create impact. Arts at Leeds Beckett University is an inspired laboratory where ideas are piloted, risks are taken and equal emphasis is placed on the navigation of nourishing creative journeys and the realisation of formidable artworks. There are over 3,000 students in the Leeds School of Arts, spread across over 40 courses in subjects ranging from architecture and landscape, creative technology, art and design, through to fashion, film, music and performing arts. Our aim is to instill in you the confidence, curiosity and commitment to thrive at university and beyond, and to give you the freedom and independence to both think and to make. We have an exciting and experimental approach to contemporary creative practice set in the heart of a culturally energised city. We draw artistic inspiration from the innumerable sources of a university culture, including the research of our extraordinary academics and the energy over mindedness and intellect of our students. We are a community of creators and collaborators, a united artistic family pushing boundaries with a variety of courses. Joining us today, we have Scott Nolan studying film production, currently finishing his second year, and Ava Lowry studying dance, who's just completed her three year course. Ava, can you remember the first day you joined the school? Can you tell us what that day was like? I mean, the first day, it was really nerve wracking. I went to the class with my friend Kate, and it was just like, in a room with so many different people that you've never met before but on the course they just I remember they just threw us into an improv task and we all had to do like super embarrassing movement and stuff we weren't really comfortable with but now I can just sort of do off the tip of my head like it was really strange but eventually I sort of got into it everybody's in the same boat but it was really good. It's obviously quite an ask for you to go, you're in a brand new environment, filled in a room with people you don't know, to then completely go out of your comfort zone. Did that feel like a stressful situation or? Oh, definitely. I think, especially in the dance industry, there's certain things that you are expected to do, but it's all about taking on these experiences and learning and just being with everyone and being in the moment. And I think that can be really stressful sometimes, but it can also be really rewarding at the same time. So Scott, can you remember like the first day when you joined the school? What were your first impressions? What was it like when you first walked in? Uh, I remember I had a, a sound design class and I wasn't quite sure how that would pan out because the way it works in your first kind of semester is that you'll try everything in terms of filmmaking. So sound, production, design, directing, editing. You'll give everything a go uh, to see what you're good at if you don't have the experience in, um, in other things. So I wasn't quite sure how I felt about sound. Uh, I kind of wish that I took it now looking back. But at the time, it was good to have a, a quick blast of everything in terms of filmmaking, just to have a taste of what the film school was going to offer you across those three years. For those students that may not have actually managed to visit Leeds Beckett before, can you describe where you're located on the campus and what the, the environment's like? 
Well, the film school is quite unique in that sense because we've got our own, as well as sharing the, the Leeds Beckett buildings like the Rose Bowl, we've got our own dedicated buildings. We've got Electric Press, which is located in Millennium Square, and that's got its own recording studio. Um, it's got its own editing suites. It's got its own dedicated um, facilities. And that's quite good as um, as a film school student because we've got our own little creative space within the university. So we get we get to benefit from the university's teaching rooms and facilities, but we've got our own creative space as well. Just at the north end of the city centre, you're only about a 10 minute walk to the train station. You're still within the inner ring road, so you can't get much more central than that. Oh, am I correct in thinking you also have studio uh, space down in Kirkstall Road as well? Yeah, so that's Prime Studios. Currently, we're in the process of moving out of there because our studio space will be located in the in the new Creative Arts building that's located near uh, Millennium Square as well. But yeah, for the past, um, well, ever since I've been there and indeed many years beforehand, we've had these ginormous professional studio spaces. And it's, it's been quite common to have our own um, shoots happen there. And we will cross paths with like professional TV crews who, who are also there renting out the space. So it's, it's really a a well-equipped professional space we've got. You are getting the new Creative Arts building just across from Millennium Square. £80 million pound has been put into this this new development. So again, that will house the courses within music, performance and film. You've talked about the facilities already for the film lot. So Ava, what kind of facilities have you had access to during your course then? We've had so many facilities. We've been working at Northern Ballet, using their studio spaces. We've worked at Yorkshire Dance, using their studio spaces, and we perform there as well. They're really good about letting you use the space for rehearsal. With our own facilities that we have, we can book those anytime that we, we feel like we want to for a rehearsal, just for a bit of a groove. We have those right at the tip of our fingers, really. It's really accessible. It's all about the facilities. So whilst, again, you specialise in the dance and the film area, the other students that might be joining the art school within fine art or graphic design, broadcast place, an award-winning building. And we have facilities in there from our own woodworking shop. We have laser cutters, 3D printers. We, we have an entire floor set aside just for installation space so it's very key whenever you're taking on any of these art subjects is you actually get access to some of the best facilities that you can to make sure you can uh, be as creative and uh, practical based as you, you possibly can so looking at the facilities again fantastic facilities state-of-the-art facilities for most of the courses we have here but let's look into the lecturing staff so as you've gone through this course, have there been any standout lecturers that you've had, possibly because you've had more modules with them, or you might be your course tutor? Is there anyone that's really helped you throughout your course and kind of you know, challenge you through that? Our lecturers, as well as being lecturers, are also industry professionals. So I specialise, now I'm entering my third year, I specialise in cinematography. So one of my lecturers is called um, uh, Tunji Akinsenhua as well as working in the UK, has worked in the uh, Nigerian Nollywood industry. Having these lecturers that, as well as you know, being good teachers, have had the industry experience to be able to know what they're talking about. It's really invaluable because you know that what they're saying is has come from hard trial and error or decades of experience. And Tunji's not the only one. We've got um, Philip Robertson and Mark Carey, who have gone around the world trading um, in, in Russian film schools. And we've got uh, production design staff directing teachers who have gone to film school with um, the likes of Roger Deakins, who's a really famous cinematographer. We've really got a rich a rich background of industry experience within our, our lecturing staff. And what kind of a relationship do you get to build them? So how much contact time do you have? How often do you see them? In terms of how often we're seeing them, it's probably at, at the 
minimum it's eight hours a week every friday we were having a specialist workshop um so for me that was cinematography so that was kind of a um like a nine till five ten till five really full-on lecture where you focus on the real like details of cinematography or directing or whatever specialism you're taking at the time so you'll do that and you also have um lectures as well uh, where you'll see them so it's probably about depending on where you are in the year because sometimes it's very full-on with the filmmaking and other times it's more to do with um film art and film research but you're getting probably about maybe 15 20 hours of contact a week so you you feel like yeah especially with um tunji and also um gabrielle russell who's another lecturer on the drama module in second year uh, you really get to know them quite well and um they know who you are and they they can recognize your name on a um, on credits and things like that got um like a layer of support should you need it so with brian mackin who um in your first year you'll have a, a quick meeting with and he'll just make himself known in terms of you know if you need any help need any um kind of guidance i'm, I'm here but he makes it clear that if you want support he is available um, and he's very um, easy to talk to and very engaging so uh, yeah in your first year you'll you'll become aware of um all, all the help and offer and, and the guidance that's on offer in terms of lecturers. Ava, can you give us an insight into the lecturing and support staff within the dance courses? We're in every single day. So the lecturers basically become your family. You're connected with them constantly. I don't think I would have been able to do what I've done and have the opportunities that I've had without having these connections with my tutors. They're great. I mean, they work they're still working, they're still making in the industry. So they have current connections. So they're able to you know, connect you with people that you might not have been able to meet without them. And they're just great. <laughs> Are there many projects that actually you've been able to work on that have meant you've worked with other course areas or anything else within the school? Yes. So we have a module called collaboration and that module is specifically mixed with the performing arts students, which means we get to make a big performance at the end, get to know all these great people that you wouldn't have really mixed with before. It's just a, a great experience and that gives you those further connections when you get out into the real world because I'm making work with people that I would have would never have even thought to make work with and doing all these things that I would never have thought to have done. Scott, what about yourself? Have you had many kind of cross-school projects? Yeah, so as a film student, it would be insane not to try and contact other creative students so it's it's not just limited to Leeds Beckett we've, we've you know reached out to, to people from Birmingham to do uh, music scores for us we have a lot of uh, kind of cross-referencing cross-pollination I suppose you could call it um, with other creative students because we're always in need of actors uh, musical talent in terms of like, editing and like kind of cinematography obviously we've got the skills for that so normally it does tend to be kind of music and acting we, we outsource from um, other parts of Leeds uh, and that's not just limited to the students we kind of we explore every avenue in terms of finding the best talent and we have our own kind of audition processes so um, even though I specialise in cinematography I was part of that process um, greeting people auditioning them uh, for the right part so we, we definitely look outside of the film school in terms of uh, in talent trying to trying to find people to help collaborate with. What have the assessments been like in your course? How have you found them and was it a real jump from what you'd experienced in level three? So in terms of assessments at the film school there's there's no kind of sit-in exam aspect to the course. It's all kind of practical and kind of written written like coursework. So in terms of the kind of 
probably the most comparable thing I can liken to a sitting exam is being on set for like kind of three or four days in your second and third year making a film. That is your big kind of assessment piece. So that is the most significant aspect of the assessments and um, but that's also combined with different kind of more um, academic modules so film arts and film research uh, my last my last essay was about whether um horror films encourage a cerebral uh, or an emotional response so you've got this kind of heavy practical work combined with academic assessments uh, and that kind of i think in terms of comparing it to level three you probably wouldn't have done anything at level three that's comparable to the filmmaking process at the film school because of how professional and well resourced we are but that's not a problem because the way you're taught in first year means that you'll get a baseline understanding of anything you might not have come across before and that kind of helps you to develop your filmmaking practice and elevate you to the point where you can act professionally on a set and have the knowledge to perform like quite like complicated procedures. Ava how about yourself? I thought that the jump was quite easy in comparison to A-level. I found A-level really difficult just because I'm useless at exams. I'm so bad. Whereas the way we're assessed on our, the majority of our modules is 70% continuous assessment and then 30% written assessment. So the way that works is like how you're doing every day in class, sort of what you contribute, your attitude, your attendance, that sort of thing. So I found that a lot easier in comparison to sitting down in one day and writing an exam. I found that really difficult. And I think if you you find exams difficult like it's going to be perfect for you it's going to be you know a lot better and a, you're going to get better grades for me I did anyway. From going from being in to you know, your studios and dance studios every day of the week uh, as soon as kind of lockdown came in had you done most of your final projects before that kicked in or have you still had projects you've had to work on in lockdown? I definitely still had projects to work on in lockdown. I had to make about a five minute piece in my house which was interesting but it's hard to do when you've got a little dog running around and your mum nagging in your ear but it's still really good we've still kept connected doing pub quizzes with the course and we did something with the tutors as well we did like an awards night we did like a quiz of who's the best tutor and stuff like that it really is a little family to be honest and we kept doing classes and that was really fun so yeah it's changed but we keep going and it's it's changed for the even for the better at the minute. Great to hear you still had that support. What about yourself, Scott? How have you been finding it? Yeah, it was quite interesting for me because the day they announced the film school was closing, we were just about to start filming. So we just kind of persevered and somehow we condensed the three-day shoot into about eight hours of filming, uh, which I'm still quite quite proud about. In the end, I was I was I was part I had three or four different roles. In the end, I was like the, the camera operator, the focus puller, the grip. Um, so it was quite insane. Obviously, some most of the course wasn't as lucky as us. So throughout lockdown, we've had uh, weekly kind of. Um, zoom meetings with our lecturers to kind of address the post-production aspect of our film so it's been really it doesn't, it doesn't feel like we're just kind of like messing around or like just taking things easier just because we were in lockdown we were still we still had a job to do we still had uh, a goal to complete and a kind of collective vision we, we were well well communicated with uh, in terms of talking to the lecturers and talking to other people on the course so being in lockdown wasn't a massive hindrance i think we've just had our um, our website completed for everyone's films and there's, there's been some brilliant stuff people have made in lockdown conditions so um it's it hasn't really been a problem at all and if anything having limitations is quite um quite an interesting thing to throw into the creative process because it means you think outside the box 
you've been okay accessing the software and all you need still for, for all your editing and kind of your piecing together yeah we've all been we've all been fine for that i think at one point we were kind of like um i think one person in the mail sent like a um like a, a graphics tablet i think we got to the point where we had to like physically mail it to the hardware but yeah we've had no problems in terms of um, accessing resources or anything like that excellent that's that's great to hear so what's the the next steps for for each of you then so for scott you just finished up your second year have you got much else to be doing over the summer before you kick into your third and final year and are there any particular modules that you've lined up and what's really going to be your specialism in the final year um yeah so in terms of things to do um the, the film school's quite good at keeping us in the um the industry loop so so recently i've completed an application for a bbc funding scheme so if i win that i'll probably find out sometime this month i'll get five five thousand pounds to make my film with and that was through the film school's links and the kind of like social media feed so i'll be keeping myself busy with um with filmmaking stuff and as i go into my third year so yeah i will be focusing on cinematography i chose that in my second year once you get to your second year you'll narrow down to one specialism and you'll take that into your third year so I will just be doing that. Um, that will be my kind of core speciality. And in terms of modules, that's the only one you kind of, you can choose, you know, directing or editing, but you, you choose your specialism and then all the other modules come preset. So you'll be doing the same ones as everyone else. That's film art and the dissertation, obviously, which I'm looking forward to write. So, so yeah, my, my path is kind of quite clear set for 30. I know what I'm, what, what's going to be happening, what I'm going to be doing. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Ava, what about yourself? The next steps, you're you're finishing up, you're wrapping up your last few projects now for the year, looking at graduation. Anything planned in then for for the next few months? For the next few months, I'm just going to take my time, chill out, apply for some, you know, festival work, digital work online. If anyone's doing some work experience, I think now whilst I'm at home, it's kind of like the perfect time. (laughs) Mum's looking after me. Other than that, I'm thinking about doing the MA because I've always had a bit of an interest in it and I've worked on a few projects with the MA students and I really enjoyed it. So I think that might be the next big step for me. Well, good luck with that one as well then. I said the the School of the Arts is a lot wider than just the two courses that you're able to talk about today. There's so many other courses within fine art, graphic design and architecture. But when you are still going back and looking at that process of joining university, regardless of course, if you could go back to yourself, if you could go back and talk to yourself and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? We'll start with Scott. At the end of the three years, you want your money to be going towards something that uh, you know, a degree that you're happy with having completed. So if if you're looking at other things, maybe, you know, societies and sports clubs, those are all really fun. And I, I, I'm part of them myself and I really enjoy them. But at the end of the day, when you finish your third year and you look back, you think, yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun. But, you know, is this course going to benefit me or am I just like looking for a good time? Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, I suppose. But at the end of it, you've really got to consider how much is this degree worth to me and what do I want to get out of it? No, so you say you're part of the clubs and societies then. So which societies had you taken part in? So I'm currently the treasurer for the Outdoor Society. We do kind of day walks and um, like overnight weekend camps as well. So in the first year I went to what's it called Snowden and that was pretty good. Um, I'm part of the rowing team for Leeds Beckett, part of um, Leeds City Rowing Club as well. So as well as the university societies and, and clubs, there's plenty of other things in Leeds you can join as well. Uh, Ava, what about yourself? Yeah, so I was part of a society called Elevate Young Minds, which is about creating platforms for young artists. We actually got to go to Brussels and I was a dance coordinator for that festival. 
so I got to meet artists from all over the world and that was really great and I really enjoyed it like I, I wouldn't have had that if I hadn't looked into the societies it's definitely something you should shop around for if you could go back and give yourself one piece of advice what would it be understand where you're going what you're going to do and maybe write down some things that you want to get out of it and really try and understand where you want to go I know you might not know at this point in time but just try and navigate yourself a bit through it instead of just sort of what I did was sort of a bit flounce around and be like yeah do this do that and it's good but try and give yourself a bit of direction that can change but navigate yourself beautiful great to see you both thanks for chatting enjoy yourselves and good luck see you later Bye. thank you for listening to be beckett ready we do hope you've enjoyed this episode if you would like to find out more including upcoming dates for our open days please check our website leadsbeckett.ac.uk or follow the link in the description